Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y-Smith. Now, yesterday, I was sharing with you about the conversations that we have with one another and how certain conversations allow us to learn about things from other people, whether that is positive or negative. I also discussed the importance of asking questions to determine if you wanted to build a deeper relationship, maybe with another person, and dependent on those answers that you are given will help you to decide if you wanted to go in a certain direction with them. Now today, I am going to cover the biblical approach section of chapter 6, if you're actually following along in the book. So let's go ahead and get started with the scripture. Colossians chapter 4, verse 6 says, Let your conversation be gracious and effective, so that you have the right answer for everyone. Again, that's Colossians chapter 4, verse 6. Now, as a child of God, it becomes important on how you interact with others. Your conversations should always be guided by the Holy Spirit and that they are not stemmed from man's perspective. It also becomes important that you don't just go along to get along or that you agree with something that is not pleasing to God but it's actually pleasing to people that maybe you associate yourself with. It is necessary to keep seeking God and trusting him so that you can stay obedient to his will. Now, being in this world, but operating in the power of the Holy Spirit can sometimes be challenging. As I have shared previously, And especially as you grow up, your nature and character are groomed to resemble the things of the world. Now, when your spirit man actually connects to Jesus, it now expects you to be obedient to its nature and character, which of course is being guided by the Holy Spirit. And it's at this point sometimes that the real struggle begins. You may have a struggle within that is telling you to die to self and to do things according to God's will. And you also may have a struggle outside of you that maybe, you know, people have been associating with you And they may be trying to guide you in a different direction. What you're going to see is that some people you may have to just let go of. Or you may have to just either tell them that you're just not the same person anymore. And so you can't run with them like you used to. Your conversations as you move forward will start to sound different. And they will resemble a different nature as well as cause you to choose different actions to take. The fleshly man still exists 
and it didn't go anywhere. But now that your spirit man has been quickened or made alive by your confession of accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you now are participating in another type of conversation, which of course is with the Holy Spirit. And it's trying to guide you in different directions. So you're going to become more willing to follow the Holy Spirit and to do what he tells you to do because that's the choice you've made now to really listen and to follow him. So let me just ask you, how do you handle that? How do you deal with that struggle that is within you? How do you deal with maybe things that exhibit a right behavior, but maybe harm comes up on you for actually doing the right thing? How do you deal with people that only see you now in a certain way, even when you are being obedient to God's will and following his way, and especially while teaching others to do right also? I know it can be really challenging, especially when, you know, God is really giving you something major to do, and you may not even feel qualified to do it. It's even more challenging when you're seeing all of the people that you know that don't think that you can accomplish the task in front of you. And they may even share it with other people that they don't think you can accomplish it. They may even start speaking negatively of you because some people may not even be happy with the stand that you've taken now in following God's will and showing even love to all people. What becomes crucial for you and what you need to make sure that you embrace is that as you're moving forward, you believe what God has placed in you. And you also believe that he will accomplish what he said that he would do in your life. God trusts you. And you also have to trust and listen And spend time with him and just really be guided by him. Your relationship, but more importantly, your conversations with him need to be intentional and not just periodic or when you feel like talking to him. So just try to make sure that you keep that in mind. So let's now go to an example in the Bible with Jesus and his commandments to man. Now, Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 39 says, And Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. And again, that's Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 39. Now, as you may actually remember from chapter 1, God spoke to Adam, which of course is the first man of God, and expected him to really abide by God's words and to do whatever God had commanded him to do. Now, when the enemy and even when evil came into the scene, God still wanted man to follow his commandments so that they would know how to live their life on the earth. 
Now, when Jesus came and entered into the world, the law continued to exist, but the law was challenged by Jesus if love did not exist, especially in a particular situation. Jesus was trying to demonstrate love while still keeping the other laws. As other people follow the law, Jesus expected the people to incorporate the actions of love for God and even for others, even before they abide it by the other laws as seen in this particular scripture. So Matthew chapter 22 verse 40 says, And all the other commandments and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. Now, therefore, you can see that all the commandments and demands should be based on the facts of loving God and loving your neighbor as yourself. So, with that being said, if you have to maybe correct people or maybe even try to implement some type of authority over someone, make sure that love and respect are existing in it. Because if they're not, you're really missing the main point of what Jesus came to show. And this is what is expected out of each of us as children of God. We are to show love first before trying to reel off any types of expectations or guidelines or maybe even any types of disciplines that we try to uphold or do, and especially ones that are done in the church. Now, I have actually witnessed firsthand of some people's judgments on strangers that have even come into the church. And those particular members actually didn't even make those particular strangers feel welcome. And was actually starting to give them like this list of guidelines on what they needed to do, even as a visitor. And so one particular time that I actually remember when it happened, I was actually kind of a bystander that was, you know, visiting a particular church. But as I was kind of waiting to go in and was hearing the conversation, it just really made me cringe. And so... After church had ended, I had an in-depth conversation actually with a particular member that I knew that had gone to that church. And needless to say, we did not agree at all. And so throughout the conversation, we just had to get to a point where we had to just agree to disagree because there was just no way we could move forward in it. And so I say all that to say that just make sure that regardless of what other guidelines or expectations that you may need to implement, make sure that they're just done in love. It's not an expectation or a guideline that Jesus expects. It's really a commandment that he expects us to follow. So just be conscious about that. It is the type of conversations also that you have with others, as well as the love that is displayed that determines how your character will form. Many times you are taught to choose your words carefully so that you won't say anything that won't be taken out of context or so no one will be offended by your statements. 
Although some statements can come across in a negative manner unintentionally, the goal should be to speak with a sincere concern and with the accuracy to others so that your expression is received in a positive way. Now, some conversations can actually be challenging because there are certain times that people just don't know how to express their thoughts or their feelings. And maybe some may even be introverts and maybe just not speak that much at all. Now, if you happen to be that particular type of person, please just learn how to really express yourself. But make sure that you are also confident. Know that your opinion is important and that you do have value. Regardless of what may have happened in your past, allow today to really be the day that you choose to hold a conversation with someone. Now, I know you may have to take some baby steps and it's important to just make the initiative. And don't feel like you have to reveal your whole life story even when you do choose to open up and share with someone. What you're going to see is that little by little, your words and your statements will be appreciated in the conversation and that you do bring value to the conversation. Remember, don't allow other people to dictate your worth. Embrace God's words of who you are and know that he loves every little detail about you. God has not given up on you, so don't you take that back seat and make yourself feel that you are not important because you are important. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 20 through 21 says, We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So with that being said, know who you are in Christ and just make sure that you are constantly embracing that. So tomorrow I'm going to actually cover a new seed that the enemy will plant into you. And so please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.